Welcome in everybody to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host Mike along with Chuck here. What up? How's it going, Chuck? Oh, shit. I messed up my uh, catchphrase. <laughs> it's like it's we're going back to, be... to season one of Can We Kick It. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Kunu, and this is, this is P.O.P. P-O-P. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, we haven't been in person in a while. Yeah. So we're... We're used to looking at each other's fat heads on Zoom. Yeah, just just the head, and not, now, not my yeah. gut. So yeah. we can, you know, we're gonna work, hide. Hopefully, Mike doesn't lift up his arms too much and start showing skin. Let's but, hope not. Yeah, um, start doing some stretches. Yeah, <laughs> are you gonna do some of Dwight's uh, gyms for muscles, like gym <laughs> ex- for muscles exercises? <laughs> I really want to get ripped for Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the when Gabe and uh, the uh, it was Gabe and Dwight. Jim oh yeah, set them up and they were <laughs> they were getting notified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's a that is a hilarious blooper as well when they're doing talking about taking uh, powdered protein. And Gabe's like, <laughs> I remember when biceps were in. Yeah. I think Dukakis was running for governor. <laughs> yeah. So oh, they think core is all the rage. <laughs> they're just basically arm tits. <laughs> It's like, why, I, why you cut in water and just eat it? Just eat it raw like a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, delirious. Good old yeah. office stuff. So we just finished watching The Mandalorian. We did. So we did our first wa- in-person watching together, and that was pretty good. Um, we watched <laughs> The Last of Us, which we'll have a, I think, mid-mainstream hot take on. No hot take? No hot take. Little little bit of a yeah. lukewarm, yeah. mild. You been mild. watching anything else? Um, rewatching Kunk on Earth mm. and Kunk on Britain, nice. which if you haven't watched that, is fantastic. Um, and watched the first two episodes of the weekly news show on HBO called Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Mm, yeah. Really good two, um, really two good episodes. One about AI and Chat GPT, and another one that was about um, like psychedelics as a form of treatment, or combined with like uh, uh, like mental health treatment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really good because a lot of veterans that like have vowed that it's really. Really beneficial for them. I saw the documentary about that in real life. It was called Echo 3 on Apple TV. It sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good thing that was a mockumentary. Yeah. Um, You watch it on uh, HBO, so it's got to be more accurate. No, there's there's actually a Netflix documentary about, and they were showing some clips from it. Blanca watched it um, and said it was really good. I forget what it's called, but I think it came out last year. Nice. What about you? No, I've just been watching, uh, started to watch Andor, only passed the first episode on that. Yeah. Yeah. Starting yeah, you strong. finally made it. Yeah, finally getting there, yeah. Um, watched Shrinking. Yeah. Great last episode. Episode six was really, was it five or six? I think it was six. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It That was my favorite one. I think so. Best one of the series so far. Harrison yeah. Ford on edibles. Hilarious. <laughs> Wait, he shows up at the party. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his sunglasses on and he's... 
Yeah. I don't like this. And he's like, is this better? Oh, oh my God, that is better. (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, Oh, Jason Siegel just puking all over the piano during the proposal was brutal. Well, I mean, you, you know, I mean, I, that's, if I drank, that's how I would be at parties because I don't want to have a party, but he kind of gets convinced to throw parties over people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lots, lots going on with lots of grief that these people are dealing with. And, um, it's, it's getting good. It was a little worrying. In the beginning, yeah. but it'll be an enjoyable watch. Uh, I also start. I I got through six episodes of The Bear. Yeah, um, which is really, really, really good. Hey cousin, do you like the bear? Hey cousin, <laughs> cousin, cousin, <laughs> cousin. And then uh, I watched like three or four episodes of Bad Sisters on hmm. Apple TV. Yeah, and it's about. I think they're in Ireland. Some. Three sisters, or four sisters, and uh, they kill one of the sisters' husband because he's a giant prick, mm. and that's what they kind of set up. You really don't know what happened to him yet, at least in the first episodes that I watched, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was enjoyable. Nice. But yeah, actually, TV watching has been kind of down this week. Um. I agree. I waited till today to watch The Last of Us. Like, yeah, and we watched The Mandalorian today, which yeah. also came out. But I don't know. Like, I started last week for Lent, um, like reading thirty minutes a day. Nice. And doing like sit-ups, push-ups, um, jumping jacks, and like no soda and no energy drinks. I know you and, animal. You've had two bottles of water since you've been here. It's, yeah, I'm starting to worry. Well, that's I've had about seven or eight like normal size bottles today already. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I also um, have been waking up at five a.m. to go run oh. every day. So, like I think I was telling you today, I did seven miles this morning, and then I played soccer at lunch, which yeah. I ran about a mile and a half. So, waking up early, and so been falling asleep early. And what do you usually like to read? Do you like to read before you go to sleep or do you like to read like in the morning? No, so I read before I go to bed. So okay. what what I've been doing now every night this week, and I think it's actually helped me sleep better. Um because instead of doing something enjoyable like watch TV. For sure. I'm reading yeah. <laughs> a book. Just really takes it out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I read I set my timer on my phone, thirty minutes. Nice. And I read and I get through about 30 to 35 pages. And so, as you can attest, the book I gave you today at work. Um, so looking forward The to World it. Without Us. Yeah. I got through 360 pages. And I get, well, I read some on the plane, but I got through about 300 pages in a week. So that was nice. probably over seven days. What, like 40 pages a day 40 yeah. 50 pages a day now i'm a i'm a book lover i love to read um you got to catch me in a stride when i'm just reading all the time yeah um hey that rhymed um <laughs> are you a paperback or a hardback fan paperback oh totally yeah i totally. like some hardbacks for like display yeah i've got some like i used to buy a lot of i used to, i would go through phases where i'd read a lot and i go through phases where i want to read a lot yep 
And then I buy books. Yep. And then I read 20 pages, and then they're in the closet. So, like... That's what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I finished this one, and then I had, like, 10 minutes left to read last night, so I go to my... I have a... Like, just stack a book sitting in my um, bedroom closet, and I went in there, and I'm like, okay... This one I read 20 pages ago, 20 pages a year ago in one day. Yeah. This one I read, I have a book on the blockchain, which I'm halfway through. I got a book, The Signal and the Noise with Nate Silver and Statistics, which I'm like 200 out of like 350 pages oh, that nice. I started reading like five, six years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I go through these periods. So that's why I really, I wanted to focus on during like 40 days, just reading 30 minutes a night so I can kind of build it a little bit into routine. Yeah. And which has been interesting because I'll read it and then I'm already tired because I'm waking up at 5.30 or yeah. 5 o'clock and running a lot. Yeah. And so I'm reading and then I put on community or something and put on a headphone and I turn over with my back to it on my it's yeah. on my phone yeah. and I'm asleep within like, I don't know, a minute. Don't, don't even make it past the cold open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, when do you like to read? Yeah, I usually like to read, I think, before bedtime. Yeah. That's my go-to. It's hard because I'm into, like, watching Friends and all this kind of stuff right now, so it's like, oh, we'll pop on a couple episodes. Yeah. You got to get with the program. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think usually before bedtime because it helps me pass out. Yeah. Takes my mind off of a bunch of other shit and just focus on reading lines, and then that's all it takes, but... Yeah, you gave me that book today to read, The World Without Us. Yeah. And I can't tell you how excited I am to read it. I just looked at the table of contents because I love to look and see what, what yeah. it's going to go after, and I it looks so good. There's a really good chapter called The Petro Patch about the Houston-Galveston um, chemical nice. refinery complex. And it's, I mean, this is a world we see, and, you know, with oil spills and plant explosions and yeah. things like that. So it's interesting to talk about or for them to talk about what if humans weren't there how that would affect there and it's less than you would think reading that so Hmm. it's interesting read because i think the kind of takeaway that i got from reading it is like the earth will repair itself i mean the earth heals itself and like there's a good quote from station 11 where uh, they say the monster uh, to the monsters, we're the monsters, and it's like that's what we are to the earth. No yeah. matter if you believe if you believe in global warming and the harm or whatever, but what we do to the earth is damaging, and it heals itself. And when humans are gone, it may overheal itself. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Nature works on a totally different timetable than yeah. humans can even fathom. So yeah, yeah. when well, it it just talks about how there's one. I gotta spoil it, yep. but a chapter on birds and stuff, and like I saw one, that title in the, and I was like, oh, okay, like one point five billion birds die a year by flying into glass buildings. Crazy. <laughs> so like, yeah. if there's nothing there to impede, then how many birds will survive? Yeah, bird I mean, population. Be, bird population would spike, but then also that may evolve into another predator that would take out birds to control the population. Like it has a way of controlling itself. Yep. You know, we, I think humans, we interject like, Oh, we got, we got to control the hog population or the deer population. And it's like, well, 
if we don't, there'll be other natural predators like the car. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, there's other something will fill the void. Yeah. Like, and hey, it's we, easy. It's easy to try to control things when you're at the top of the food chain. Yeah, and just I'm thinking about like hog hunting and controlling that population. If you take away the neighborhoods and all that that impeded on their yeah their habitat, then it wouldn't seem like a ton. But I, I mean, I'm not yeah being yeah a, yeah. Um, a hippie no, like, no, no, no. thing. It's just, you know, logically you, you look at it. And the book is interesting because it, it talks about, um, it really focuses on like what our involvement is to the earth. And if we were to disappear, what they think would, would happen. So yeah. it's a, it's a really good book. It's a great, but, yeah, it's a great mind exercise. What, um, what's your favorite book that you've ever read? Oh, that's a tough one, man. You're going to have to give me like a few days to think on that because right. I've read a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've. Do you have Do you have at least a top three? No. Um, I would need a lot of time to think about that, too, because in high school and junior high, I was in like the gifted and talented classes and we read or AP like in junior high it was like GT and then it became AP or yeah all that so it was always in AP English and we had to read so much like all the classics and I, I think I liked reading like kind of like how I watch TV shows now like 1984 like oh, yeah. Lord of the Flies oh yeah um, like a lot of dystopian stuff Dude. I'm a big fan of like Animal Shakespeare Farm. Animal Farm Fucking great. even Catcher in the Rye like that was one that was like it was kind of banned Mm-hmm. And then, but we had permission in our like AP English, and I think it was like tenth grade to read it. And it's like you look at it now, it's like why is this shit banned? Like yeah. why are people like even, you look at a bunch of books and you're like why is it? Don't have to get offended over everything because it's not your lifestyle. I know, but, right? Yeah, but it's a piece of fiction. Yeah, I mean, and then I've read. I mean, I was reading a lot of biographies when I was reading. I tend to. Get that I like to study. Uh, like I've read a lot of books on the mafia and serial killers, yeah. and I, I like to understand what motivates people. So yeah. I tend to trend towards those kind of things. I'll give you at least like a top three. Yeah, go it just for hit it. me because I so most of these uh, and those can't see it on Ball. camera. Uh, no. Yeah, it's Astro Ball for <laughs> sure. Um, uh, I haven't read most of these up here. Most of the ones I've read are in the other room, but yeah, I do see one that I have read. Um, I think da it's Vinci one. Code? Yeah, no. actually, that's one book that I wish I could go back and read for the first time because yeah. it was a mind blower. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, it's the Forever War oh. by Joe Haldeman, and it's a sci-fi about going to war with an alien species, and it happens over the span of like it's kind of like Interstellar. Yeah, in that he goes off into space, and he comes back, and it's like two hundred years later. Can I borrow it? Totally. Yeah, right. it's an amazing sci-fi read. It was written in the '60s during Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, a lot around, a, like, uh, South Africa and apartheid, Nelson Mandela, yeah. and Vietnam War. Just imagine that in space. Nice. And then he goes and comes back. And, like, I'll just give you a little, has nothing to do with the story, but, like, he goes into space. And, like, the general thing is, like, everybody's heterosexual. And then he comes back. And as a form of population control, like, everybody's homosexual. Yeah. And he's the minority. Oh wow! It's an amazing so it's like mind flip the bit. script. Yeah, like it's amazing. And then he goes back out. So yeah, I'll, I'll lend it to you. It's good. 
Uh, the Forever War. Um, there's this book called Command and Control. It's a it's a nonfiction book about the nuclear rocket that exploded in Arkansas. Did you ever hear about that? No. It's called, I think it's called the Damascus incident. Incident. Hmm. It was a D- Damascus in Arkansas had a nuclear warhead um, rocket <laughs> spring a leak and then exploded. Oh wow! Clinton was governor at the time, and it was all about how leading up to that, all the safety implementations to prevent nuclear weapons from exploding by accident. Crazy story. That would be good. I mean, we're going to have a book about the East Palestine, Ohio train derailment. <laughs> it's going to... Well, yeah, nowadays, they go from books to uh, uh, Netflix specials. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'll be 17 TV shows about yeah. about it, so... Yeah, that one, and then um, the word for... Oh, God. Have you read The Left-Handed Darkness? No. It's by Ursula K. Le Guin. I've read a lot. I took a sci-fi and lit class in college. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, besides the classics that I read, most of my stuff now is, like, his, historical. or I don't read a lot of fiction. Is that the fiction's the made-up stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. it's, it's called The Dispossessed. And it's about, like, democracy versus... Socialism, yeah, but set on two planets that are next to each other. Amazing! Oh wow, crazy story. Yeah, hmm. I've read some weird ass sci-fi, man. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like watching weird stuff. So yeah, but cool. Yeah, yeah we we'll have to we we'll have to come up with a list. Yeah, that was a nice little tangent. Yeah, yeah, big book readers. So yeah, we cover all all forms of media. That's right. Video so. games, books, TV. Next week's True Social. <laughs> Uh, TV news TV news Yeah (laughs) I did mention last week tonight with John Oliver Which is like pseudo news I think we should start reviewing like uh, articles from The Onion (laughs) (laughs) Guys did you read this article in The Onion? (laughs) RPBJ is racist (laughs) Tell you man But yeah um, So you watched The Last of Us You watched it on Sunday I watched it Sunday night. It's the first time I've watched it on Sunday night since, like, the first episode, I think. Dang. I was I was kind of hype, hype G about this one, and... I was excited. And it, I was a little disappointed. I For was sure. le- left a little disappointed. And I think part of it... So, I mean, we really... I mean, there's really not a ton to recap. No, you know, we don't. We, had, we don't have to do a full synopsis. No, no. I mean, we'll, I'll do a real quick one. But yeah. we open with Ellie tending to Joel, and Joel's like, "Get out of here! Like, leave me because I'm gonna die." Yep, bat to the gut. They're in some cabin or um, some building. Yep, and she goes and upstairs, touches the door handle, and opens it like she's leaving, and then it flashes back to her jogging in a gym um, with a. Sony Walkman in 2003, which, well, it's not even, we don't, actually, it's not even, it's not even 2003, it's, it's probably very close to when she met Joel, because, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's in the, but, it's in a world where iPods don't exist, yeah, and I mean, I'm surprised they haven't, they didn't find like a, you know, a disman or a CD player, right? Yeah. But, I mean, 
I guess in post-apocalyptic area, you find whatever you can get. Um, they still have batteries? Yeah, that's another, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. How are they powering yeah. everything, right? So, or bat, yeah. I'm sure there's probably shit ton of batteries, like, in abandoned stores and all that. I would hope. Non-corroded. They just went full carbon neutral. Speaking of, so sorry. There's I don't know if it was a Saturday Night Live this season, but I saw it like it popped up my thing to watch on YouTube. Yeah, but it was a Julia Louise Dreyfus or something doing a commercial for um, an electric car that had that was all double A batteries. It was nine thousand six hundred thirty four <laughs> oh batteries, and it's like it's like. Your car comes with replaceable batteries, and like all these compartments start opening, and like Duracell delays start popping out. Sorry, it's just the battery thing made me think of that. That's amazing. Um, But yeah, then you know you see Ellie getting picked on. She beats somebody up, and her friend, you know, her best friend, you you discover is is gone and missing. And um, do you remember her name? We'll have to look it up. But. Riley. Riley, that's right. Um, and played by Storm. Uh, I forget the actor's name. I looked it up earlier. Storm Reed. And yeah. so she comes, wakes Ellie up in the middle of the night, takes her, you know, wants to show her the mall, tells her she's with the Fireflies. Ellie is like straight up Fedra. Like soldier in training, brainwashed, brainwashed, and I don't know if if um, Riley's. You think that she's trying to recruit her at the end. Riley's like Marlene said, you can't come. Yeah, but it goes through this whole story. It's it's basically a young love story of two taint two teenagers, and I think you know. So they go through. Uh, the mall, they play video games. Um, I liked when they were playing Mortal Kombat because that was dope to play back in the day and started Just thinking of all the different people and the moves and the being finishing. loud as shit yeah. in the mall. Yeah, and you get a glimpse, they don't see it at first, but like a um, clicker or stalker, stalker, one of the things kind of hiding out, stuck into something and. But they go through all these surprises, and then Ellie, uh, Riley tells Ellie that she's leaving tomorrow, and this has been her station, and Ellie is upset, storms off, and then Riley plays this, or has this toy that screeches, mm. or the Halloween kind of, store, the yeah. Halloween store, yeah. and Ellie comes running back, thinking she's in trouble, and then they talk more, they kiss, and then the mushroom guy comes out, bites them both, yep. and they say they have three options to take the easy way out, kill themselves, to ride it out to the end, and I don't think there was three. Uh, the third option. Because, yeah, Ellie asked her what was yeah, option three, yeah. and she just said, like, I'm sorry or something yeah, like yeah. that. I don't, yeah. <laughs> And then it cuts to Ellie back with Joel, and she ends up, like, suturing. She finds 
her federal house, yeah. her federal officer training kicks in yeah. and going through and gets a sewing kit and sews up Joel, which with how much blood he lost, I don't think is gonna help him too much. Well, you're only getting the surface. I mean, he could be bleeding internally, and you just are. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Just, gonna, just, sew just it gonna, up. gonna sew this up, and he's just expanding from the inside yeah. out. Yeah. So, I think my initial thought is, I was watching this and waiting for more to happen, and I kind of knew as soon as I saw that clicker, it was like, okay, this is gonna bite both of them. Yeah. Because we know Ellie got bit, and I thought she would, Riley would, they both get bit, and Riley would start to turn, and Ellie would have to kill her, because Ellie talked about killing before, and we still are under the assumption that she's only killed the, you know, a clicker, or one of the mushroom people, so. Yeah. Um, I think... My disappointment in the episode was I wanted more on the backstory with her, like how she ended up in this Fedra yeah. camp. Like, did her parents abandon her? Did Was she, like, a baby and the parents got bit and she was hidden away and someone found her? Like... I I want a little more of that backstory, and then the others is we kind of had um I would say almost a one off love story already that yeah. was like beautifully done yeah and much much better like I have no problem with I mean the two love stories being yeah two guys and two girls sure like I mean we already we already saw it though in episode three yeah we already saw the love story like yeah. Don't like you have nine episodes, so we have two left after this. Two of them are kind of standalone love story episodes, in my opinion. Yeah. And the first one, episode three, with Bill and Frank, was much, much, much better with much better actors. Sorry, Bella Ramsey, you're really good. No, it's just much more poetic. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do love story, make it a little more poetic. I think this was kind of obvious. I yeah. think was why I didn't necessarily like this episode is because like okay obviously Ellie winds up alone yeah and been bitten yeah. and she's hurt somebody and she heard the name Marlene too in this so yeah she's probably so she gets bit she probably passes out she wakes up and Marlene is found in both or she yeah. wakes up and she has to kill Riley I thought when she got bit she looked down at her arm I thought Riley was going to try to kill her that's what I, that, <laughs> we know that she would be uh, you know that she's alive so. I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Would Riley try to kill her, or you know, would they show like you said, her waking up, or them both waking up, and like maybe Riley attacks and Ellie has to kill her, or Marlene finds them, and Riley's. It, it, even if that, like, she finds them and sees both of them bit, she's gonna kill both of them. So yeah. I mean, I think there was, it, like you said, it was real obvious. Like, I liked, I I liked the part of them being in the mall and being like on a little adventure, people finding happiness in the shittiness of the world. But we already had that part. We already had people finding happiness in the shittiness of the world. A little differently because they were Bill and Frank just lived their life like nothing was wrong. And this was, like, the first kind of escape 
we're assuming for Ellie to see life outside of Fedra or a Fedra zone. Yeah, it's interesting just compare comparing it to episode three where Bill and Frank chose to live their life and then chose to take their own lives at the end. Yeah. And then compared this one to I was just tossing this around my brain how they didn't really have a choice. Yeah. And they were gonna ride it out together. So yeah. still love. Or their version of, you know, because they didn't say I love you or anything. Yeah. yeah. But they're 17 and 14, so yeah. what is their version of love? Right? Exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just an, I just was tossing around an interesting concept around choice, and neither of them chose to be, you know, raised by Fedra, and they both chose to walk away pretty much. Like, I don't think either one wanted to go back to Fedra. Well, I think Ellie was Fedra ride or die. Yeah, she was, she was waiting for the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, and it's like, and that's where it was, Riley was like, uh, like I was going to be put on sewage duty. That was like, yeah, like, oh god, yeah, <laughs> full time job. Yeah, I know. It's just an interesting contrast to episode three, in how she they chose to write it out, and yet <laughs> uh, Ellie doesn't get to choose to die, or she she chooses to die, but she won't be able to. Yeah, because she's immune. I yeah. don't know. It's just an interesting contrast in the old generation versus the new generation, right? Because this is all about. Evolution. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's something there. I can't. I haven't fully pulled it together. But well, I would just. I would. Would you know? I guess I'd like the scene. Did she just continue to run, or did Marlene come in? Yeah, and she had to convince her that, like, hey, we've been here for. It's been over a day, and my arm yeah. hasn't festered anymore, and yeah. I haven't turned, and I had to knife Riley in the side of the head, and. Marlene takes a chance. Um, yeah, maybe that's her. that's the case. Is like Marlene like finds them both, and like Riley's turned. Yeah, and Ellie hasn't, so she's like, "Oh shit!" Like I got to do something. But I don't know. Kind of would have been funny had uh, Riley gotten bitten, just and she turned. Yeah, and uh, Ellie had to kill her. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little more poetic, I think. But I don't know. It just was. It was okay. It just. It, it was missing it something. It, yeah, it was lacking. And maybe they'll follow that up in the next episode when they finish the flashback because obviously it just shows a passing out and we're just assuming that she beats Marlene somehow, but I don't know. But I don't, I mean, I don't think, I don't know if they're going to continue the flashback. Maybe not. Because I think now, just in the scenes, you know, if you if you don't want to be spoiled, if you're not watching the scenes for next week, it's like there's there somewhere it's snowing and Ellie meets some other people yeah. and apparently like they're one guy they're trying to convince her to go with them or one person is trying to keep her around. So I mean I didn't Yeah, I love how everybody's like she's one more mouth to feed and it's just one guy who's like, I'll save her and it's yeah. like you should have just made that a female character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, lacking, not a great episode. Definitely last one in the pile of the episodes. Bottom of the pile. Yeah, I think I think the first one and episode seven were the weakest of the first seven so far. Yeah, yeah. And I think one is just weaker because two through everything else were really good. I yeah. guess four was a little bit of moving the story along, but they're overall been really good. And one was like kind of almost 
the video game for sure. You know, they had shot to, by they shot had to at the nod. beginning. Yeah, they had to nod to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. which was good. Yeah. I mean, which which I liked as well. Yeah, because I just remember in my very limited playing of the video game where you're Sarah, and then you have this holy shit moment of like you get killed and you wake up as Joel twenty years yeah. later, and you're yeah. like, wait, I thought I was playing the other character, right? Because I was telling, I think I was telling Dylan that you told me about the game. But you didn't tell me anything about it, and I started playing, and I was like, well, they change characters right away. Yeah. but Or not right away, but... Yeah, yeah. After the intro. Yeah. I, You know, but we, we also know that HBO likes to do this. Yeah. This is the last episode before the penultimate. Yeah. We know that the penultimate, in a lot of HBO shows, is a grand slam. Yeah. Maybe they're setting us up for a little, mm, yeah, okay, for... Ellie's going to kick the shit out of these guys. She's going to get in trouble. This is just a guess. I don't know. And Joel comes out of nowhere and saves the fucking day just when you think he's, like, a moot character. Yeah, we don't see what happens off screen. Ellie also finds a bag of blood and gives a blood transfusion to Joel. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, It's going to be interesting because I'm still of the mindset, and like I said, I haven't played the game past the Boston Museum, but... That, like, somehow Tommy's going to come with mm-hmm. people from the town, find Joel, and then save Ellie, and then bring Joel back to life. But, and not back to life, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back to health. Yeah. But, so, I mean, does Joel live through the end of the first season? That's a great another, question. Another point, so... Or do they go full House of Cards? And he makes it like you don't know if he makes it. Yeah. And then you see him in the first episode of the second season and then boom, he dies. Yeah. House of Cards season two. Yeah. Yeah. So if you you can. If you want to. There's. Yeah, I won't spoil it. So yeah. I'll be quiet. Yeah. So I we'll know save that the, one for off air. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah any other thoughts on Last of Us? Nah. Please. Still love it. I mean, it's a great yeah. show. Pedro Pascal. Guy is, yeah. Today was big Pedro Pascal day for you. Yeah, guys getting one, tens across the board. One helmeted and one not. Yeah, it was a it was a full, full dive, no splash, tens across the board, with Chuck Norris in the middle giving a ten. Yeah, yeah. Before we switch to Mando, yeah. Would you be a Fedra or a Firefly? I'm a rule follower, man. I'm I'd be Fedra. So. Yeah, so now as a 45-year-old, I would be Fedra, but back oh. at Ellie's age, I would be Firefly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how I was. It was big time, like, I wasn't as much as a rule follower between, like, 14 and 22, and mm-hmm. then I had to grow up. I was a pretty big rule follower, like, I wanted to join the military out of college, uh, okay, so yeah. I would have wound up on, like, shit duty, like, yeah. same as Riley. All right. Yeah. Questioning gotcha. why I did this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then or I'd, or I'd be like it'd be like the army like going into fight against this. I'd be dead in the first wave, <laughs> <laughs> and I would come in and try to convince you to leave Fedra for the Fireflies, <laughs> and then. But it's the Stranger Things mall. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I kept thinking the whole time. It was Same like, here. I was like, are we gonna like go back to season three of Stranger Things yeah. in the mall? And isn't that scary though? Is that like. Malls used to be a big thing, and now in TV shows today, it's like, oh, check out this derelict place where people used to go shop. 
really sad. But me and my buddy were, Craig, were talking about Northwest Mall and off 290. Yeah. We used to work at Mangum and Tacoma off there. And we used to go to Northwest Mall uh, to like Chick fil A or uh, SRO Sports Bar to watch like March Madness. Like, oh, and yeah. this was like early 2000s and, or World Cup or whatever. Yeah. And I drove by there the other day and I think it's completely shut down. But like, that place was that place was janky when we would go but it was like the spot we were we were talking about putting the we wanted to go open it back up and put a, a um Kenny Powers uh um kiosk in there for yes. the, I forget what it's called the the oh the potato thing with all the fixings <laughs> Fixins. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> so we were talking about Northwest Mall. But yeah, like malls are either abandoned and derelict or they like Baybrook by us opened up an outdoor space and tried to That place is blowing up, dude. Yeah. Baybrook Mall is insane right now. I remember when it was nothing. Yeah. And now it's got a they, not that this is a mark of like how it's making it, but it's got a Perry's. <laughs> It's got a Perry's and a container store. And an Apple store. Yeah, and an Apple store. Yeah. White House Black Market. Yeah. Le- Lego store. Well, they've always had that. Dave and Buster's. Oh, yeah. And then the Star Cinema Grill. Who doesn't like D&B's? It's got R- Roxpour, Rupor. It's got, <laughs> Roxpour. It's, it's got all the fancy... Uh, Who doesn't like $45 gumbo? <laughs> my God, I see, like, on this food thing that I'm on, and people are like... Or no, it's not even, this was on Twitter before I got off, but like somebody, I would follow this Astros Twitter thing, and so a lot of them somehow live like in Clear Lake and South, and they were looking for recommendations on restaurants all through Houston because they wanted to try a bunch of different restaurants. Yeah. And the amount of people putting like suburban chain restaurants in there was and i hope some of it was just shit housery but like a lot of people were like rupor what how do you how do you say it rupor rupor yeah and like and i'm like guys you know that's like just it's like give a real restaurant in houston or even in like like even in clear lake like we who doesn't love chilies off of nasa road one (laughs) <laughs> hey, I used to go to TGI Fridays on, like, Fuquay over by where your dad works. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's plenty of places like that. But, yeah. um, but I mean, like, there's so many great... Hole in the wall. Yeah, or even just nice chain. restaurants that are just non-chain. Yeah. Like, don't recommend the, the status quo, man. Come with something. Who doesn't love a good Applebee's? Hey, they had two for Tuesdays, right? <laughs> Dude, I can't remember the last time I've been to an Applebee's. Yeah. It probably hits like this last episode of The Last of Us. <laughs> Lacking. Well, I used to take the kids to Chili's all the time. And like, they had some good stuff for a while. Dude, Honey Chipotle Chicken Crispers. They still got it. Yeah. That's I used, all I eat I used at Chili's. to get the buffalo chicken salad. Oh, I yeah. And they had, it was the bomb. Yeah. I mean, not going to lie. I mean, there's good chain restaurants, so. Yeah. But. Yeah. They're, it's just, <laughs> they're just like, uh, they're just like uh, network TV. Yeah. It's out there. We'll watch it from time to time, but it's not our favorite. Yeah. 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 There's ways to grow. Yeah. Don't have to stay stagnant. Yeah, that's right. I'm All really right. looking forward to the uh, reboot of uh, True Lies, the TV series. 
Is there really one? There is. I think it started. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to tell you how it is. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to watch uh, Night Court as well? Nah. I didn't watch Night Court growing up, so that's not for me. All right. I did, but. Well, you got to watch not, it and tell me. No. Oh, and I think Perry Mason started today. Yes. Season two. Yeah. yeah. I was going to start with season one. I need to get on that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's switch gears to Mando. Yeah. Dude, Mando. Started so, today. No, Monday. No, it's today. Today. Today was the first. Yeah, the first. Day. That's right. Yeah. So we're recording the first. I forget. Usually I just associate the, the first of the month with Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're pretty smart. Yeah, it's, hey. like, it's like North is always just up. Disney does the Wednesday releases, right? Apple yeah. TV does a lot of Friday releases. Yeah. Um, it was so fun to be back in, back in that universe. Yeah, Mandoverse. Yeah, yeah. And just hearing Pedro Pascal's voice, like this is the way. Yeah, yeah, is fantastic. I've got a poor Pedro Pascal impression, but I just love what he says. This yeah. is the way. Yeah. Well, you haven't put on your helmet, so I know. Yeah, to I your voice. still need to atone in the lake of. Uh, <laughs> Minnetonka. The, wa- the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> um, so if you haven't seen it, if you're watching it, watch it. Um, we laugh. So we watched it together. It's the first time we've watched it. So right before we recorded, we decided, hey, let's watch Mando um, and then pot about it. So we watched it together eating hot chicken Ooh. and just laughed our asses off like, Dude, we kept saying so much competition. Normally, like, I don't know if you're like me. I think we are, like, yeah. to where if we're, like, especially in the movie theater, like, I don't like talking during yeah, the movie. Yeah, 100%. So I was, like, trying to, like, curb how much I was talking because yeah, I know yeah. you're probably like me. We, but we kept, dude, it was so funny. Like, everything we would be, like, <laughs> like so much funny commentary. We should have just live streamed it. But. Yeah, we'll have to do that. We, we probably shouldn't live stream it by some of the comedy we were saying. But Yeah, um, if we had a crazier podcast, it totally be worth it. <laughs> Or, the one we're gonna do on parlor, yeah. Or, uh, what's, <laughs> what's, yeah true, so true. So there's like, um, what's the video thing that's like YouTube, but for right wing conspiracy theorists? Um, Rumble, Rumble, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of that? No. My friend used to send me videos. Oh no! From Rumble, like you got to watch this guy. He's telling the the real news. Oh and it'd be no! Like, it'd be like. <laughs> like we're going back like the whole monetary system is not real and we're a corporation back and, to the gold standard yeah and like uh what's it twice this money hasn't been real since they got rid of the gold standard <laughs> but yeah so anyway yeah um mando so technically, season three, chapter yeah. uh, episode one, yeah. but it's chapter seventeen, yeah. And the title was the apostate. Apostate. Yeah, yeah. And I think the apostate is the meaning is around someone leaving the Catholic Church or trying to atone. There's some religious meaning around the word apostate, and maybe like the maybe it's related to the apostles, but. Um, Mike's feverly, feverently Googling. Um, Apostasy, the total rejection of Christianity. Yeah. By a baptized person who, having at one time professed the Christian faith, publicly rejects it. So, this episode 
he's going back to cleanse himself to get back in the faith of the Mandalorian. Yep. But runs into Bo-Katan, who's basically like, like birds aren't real, and yeah, just thumbing her nose at it. Yeah. Like, I didn't have the dark saber, so I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go whine on my couch. I'm gonna go yeah. hang, out, hang out at this like fortress with just my robot and nobody uh, else. Yeah, and we got. We got Grogu back. We got Mando back. We revisit. We visit um, uh, Carl Weathers as supreme leader of um, Narnia. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> Prince Caspian of Narnia. Yeah, <laughs> what's uh, the Navarro? Yeah, Navarro. Um, yeah, yeah. Navarro looks much different yeah. um, now than uh, we last saw it, and yeah, much more developed. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they did a 20-year jump like in The Last of Us? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, it's the uh, relativity of time. So he went away, and things like just the aged. planet from Interstellar, yeah, yeah. where... The farther you go in space, the slower time every gets. Every minute is a year on Earth? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <sighs> That's great. So if he leaves for another five years and comes back, they'll be, like, flying <laughs> yeah. around in, like, yeah. like, brain cars. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, he meets Carl Weathers, and he's like, hey... I need a robot. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, well, I can get you a robot. And he's like, no, I want that one. The one that, it, like, exploded in the lava river. Yeah. And somehow still have the parts to it. Yeah, and obviously we see the droid betrays him, and <laughs> they have to uh, fake C-3PO and kills him. <laughs> that's, that's drone on drone crime, man. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious because, like, they made him a statue out of him. And Din Djarin's there for all of, like, 15 minutes with a single tool. And he's like, all right, he's hooked up to power now. And he's yeah. like, and he, like, turns it back on. And he's like, kill, kill, yeah. kill. <laughs> yeah, that's when uh, C-3PO, um, his cousin, kills him. Um, the statue. Um, he, <laughs> <laughs> I love how they, they were like, okay, we'll take his parts from the statue. And all that's left is, like, the <laughs> arm and the gun with legs. Yeah. So funny. But, yeah. And we did, I mean, it start, the episode starts off with um, a bunch of Mandalorian, like, yeah. in a lake, and it almost looks like a flashback. Yeah. And they're, like, baptizing a young kid into the Mandalorian creed, and, like, the alligator turtle comes out of the water. <laughs> like, huge alligator, like, yeah. And tries to eat everybody, and then everybody's going to die. And You didn't have anybody on boat duty, like, with radars yeah. and stuff? Yeah. S- scanning the ocean yeah. floor. Or, like, baiting it, like, three miles up river. Yeah. yeah. But Mando and Grogu come in and save the day. Yeah, just in and time. And then they, first thing, they're like, thank you for saving us. Did you, have you ever taken off your helmet? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. All yeah. right, you're banished from, uh. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I did like how they'd open with the forge making the helmet, and it was like a smaller helmet. I was yeah. like, ooh, little Grogu helmet. Yeah. yeah. But it was for the youngling. Yeah. I think I think that's um, the perfect ending to The Mandalorian. Should be. It's like Grogu and Mando are on Mandalore, and they've Grogu has used his powers to, like, decrystallize and depoison... Uh, Mandalore. Yeah. And Grogu and Din are like sitting on the throne and all the Mandalorian are back. And this like Mandalorian servant comes 
with like a tiny helmet. Yeah. And the ending is just he puts on the helmet. He puts then, it on and the little ears stick yeah. out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And that's it's like it go, then it cuts to black and it's like dun 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 So just goes dun dun like dun 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 like right to the theme song. Yeah. And we're like and we all cry. Yeah. And then it's the greatest TV show ever made. And then Disney does a spinoff, and then it just sucks. <laughs> they do a cartoon version. <laughs> the, That's great. <laughs> uh, oh, Mando Grogu. Yeah. Um, or, no, yeah, we yeah. so we saw that where he saves the day during the ceremony of the baptism of the Mando kid. Yeah. And then it goes to Carl Weathers trying to sell him a timeshare on um, <laughs> yeah. on no, Nomad or whatever it's called. Navarro. Navarro, yeah. He, he spends f- like five minutes being like, we've got this great parcel of land. Like, it's in Edo. Uh, <laughs> it's right downtown near all the, all the, all the, all the hot spots. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we got new hot bars and restaurants. <laughs> it's going through some gentrification. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just like, what? This is... He's like he's always hustling. Yeah, just hawking land, trying to get Mando to be the like marshal. Yeah, and he's like, nah, I work alone. Yeah. Except with Grogu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they like then like pirates show up, and they're like, oh, we're here for a drink. And he's like, that's a school now. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, that was weird. And yeah, he kills all the pirate buddies, and then as he's leaving, the pirate uh, has a whole squad. Yeah, and course a huge frigate somehow yeah yeah and mando kicks in hyperdrive awesome and that's where they end up with bo katan i would have loved to have seen him do the hyperdrive right past the ship and it like shatters like shatters the windows yeah that'd be cool like full supersonic yeah but it is space so there is no sound yeah yeah but yeah he leaves yeah he's then he goes to see what's her name bo katan yeah yeah She's like, you still have the dark saber. He's like, yeah. She's like, well, then you go lead the resistance on Mandalore. Yeah. So now he's going to. Oh yeah, and then he like takes he takes the robot to the little guys. Yeah. Who also work for the lady who repaired his ship. Like it's the same yeah. kind of creatures, I guess. Yeah. But I love that because it's like, oh, it's cool. They're in their workshop. The and gremlins. He's and like hanging out, and then like you see it, and like. Dim, he's like, like he's like crouched, yeah, <laughs> sitting Indian style, yeah. you get, uh, crisscross applesauce, whatever you say now, yeah, and um, yeah, they're just talking gibberish, and then occasionally they say like a real word, and Grogu like goes behind with him and like tries to choke it. Out. <laughs> 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 was, we were cracking up. That was the best thing ever. So funny. Yeah, I love how Carl Weathers was like trying to translate. Yeah, the little guy's like, yeah, it needs a new part. Yeah, and, and Carl like, Weathers like. He needs a new part. He's like, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I love how, like, Mando is so confident that he'll be able to find one of these parts in order yeah. to resurrect this robot for whatever reason. Yeah, that's, a, like, there's no rhyme or reason. To... He's got a memory thing. Well, it can't be. The memory core is broken. Yeah. So just buy a new robot because you're going to replace its memory so it's gonna be new anyways C-3PO's hanging out there somewhere he could walk around and annoy the yeah. shit out of you a 2-3 2-PO was there <laughs> <laughs> the albino version 
Oh, man. Yeah, albino C-3PO in the streets. Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess he's going to try to use that as, like, his own train-killing machine. (laughs) He's just going to bring it back to life for it to be a decoy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, then they, they leave, right? They leave... They leave um, Navarro again. Yeah. Yeah, they left the planet. They saw Bo-Katan. And I think that was it. I mean, yeah. I forget that. I f- totally forget that the show is like 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm so used to HBO shows right now. They're like an hour or yeah. 10. Yeah, everything is long. And then, but I mean, we're going to have, you know, Ted Lasso's 30 minutes. And it comes back in a couple of weeks. And then Succession's an hour. The so, final season yeah. of Succession. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he ends... It ends with him with talking to Bo-Katan, talking about the... the uh, Lake Minnetonka below the Civic Center is, like, not magical. It's been ravaged and blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, I'll see if it's poison. And then walks off, and that's, like, the end of it. Yeah. Well, he has a piece of... Mandalore that he got from a traveler. Yeah, somebody yeah, he traded for it. Somebody yeah. managed to go to Mandalore and survive. It's all been crystallized. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens this season. You know, we have the last we saw of them was in the last couple episodes of Boba Fett. So now we're we're back on uh, the mission to Mandalore. Yeah. So. It's good to be back. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations and goofy adventures on the way. Typical Mando. Every yeah. tri- every every week a new trial. Yes. Yeah. I have spoken. Yeah. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Any man. other thoughts on Mando? I'm just happy it's back. It's a fun watch. It it is a fun watch. We laughed so yeah. much watching it. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, no, Pedro Pascal guy just needs to cash in. Yeah. Go hang out for a couple of years and then come back and just win an Oscar. Yeah. It's going to happen. So I got should we uh, go watch Cocaine Bear together? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. We take off work early one day and just yeah. hit the movie theater. Watch Cocaine Bear, and then uh, we do just the entire marathon of uh, Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> Tara Reid's greatest film. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, over the Big Lebowski. Or American Pie. A lot of good quality films. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Any other thoughts on uh, Mando? No. Yeah. Just um, good stuff. It was fun watching with you. Yeah. I'm glad we we got to do this after work. A lot of laughs. I uh, yeah. hope everybody else enjoyed it. We laughed. We cried. We laughed again. We laughed again, as you must. Yes. But I know I enjoyed it. So I hope everybody watching the video enjoyed it because uh, we were laughing a lot. So yeah, be sure to tune in next week. We're going to be talking shrinking, of course, and uh, more Mando, um, and the penultimate episode of The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, going to be an exciting weekend. Yeah. So, so yeah, be sure to uh, check us out on uh, all the podcast platforms. Tell your friends about us. Uh, go to our website at Can We Kick It? Nope, kickingmedia dot com. Yeah. Our Instagram is Can We Kick It Pod. You can always email us at canwekickitpod1 at gmail.com. Hey, and while you're on our Instagram, click on the link tree. Yeah, Chuck put this nice link tree together. And Mike 
completely upgraded it to make it look even better nah. and linked everything that we have. So all in one spot, go to our Instagram at can we kick a pod, click on our link tree and you can listen to us from there. You can go to our Twitter, which has like one tweet because Chuck gave up Twitter. Um, <laughs> see our picture of interstellar. Yes. Um, yeah, but it's got everything. So we look forward to you listening. We love what we do. And as always, peace. He's off.